Hello, Internet, and you absolutely beautiful people. Just a couple quick notes about today's podcast. In it, we talk about Zach Brown Band and my hate for country music. You're going to love that part. Zach Brown Band sings a song called Chicken Fried, which apparently I hadn't heard of, but uh, upon having a pretty good Saturday night, I have actually heard that song many a time. So it still sucks. So that's fine. Also, this podcast is meant to give you a really cool fashion tip at the beginning. And at the end, definitely give you a song that you can take home, something you can listen to and enjoy. The middle section of it is really just a conversation between me and whoever I can get on that week. And hopefully you enjoy it. I would love to play the song that I am talking about at the very end. The problem is it's copyright material. I can't use it. Although this isn't a very big production, I still don't want to get into legal trouble. So I think that's a good play on my part. I will definitely link the song in the comment section, or I'll find a way to get it to you. Sounds good? All right, without further ado, here's the podcast. are high david how you doing i'm doing good how you doing buddy i'm great the day the day the great david green in studio uh, you're great to me that's why i said it a <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome uh you're not the second guest on this podcast that's uh, cool. how, how, does that, how does that make you feel that's good first to worst second the best that's what my mother taught me so, <laughs> is that the, it that's the guy it. with the hairy chest is outside waiting <laughs> um i got da- i should probably mention this right off the top you are the you are the prince of puns. Can I call you that? You can call me whatever you want. Uh, you're a fellow comedian here uh, in Niagara Falls. Yeah, let, let's say that you have the best one-liners of anyone of these that I've heard in Toronto. I mean, in the GTA <laughs> area here. Very similar to, you know, I, I don't I want to be hesitant and say uh, Jimmy Carr, but I, I will say this because I think the comparison is apt. One-liners, puns, sure. I think everyone can do a pun. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got some really smart puns. You got puns that when you say them sometimes goes right over people's heads. And the people who get it are laughing hysterically, and everyone else is, ah, uh, uh, what? What? <laughs> Did I get that? Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of groans, too, I have to endure. But but now I, I appreciate the groans just as much as laughs now, I, th- I think. So what are the groans, though? Because we understand what the noise is, but what what does that mean? Is that like, it's, it's, <laughs> is it too obvious? Like, <laughs> I want to kind of dissect that for a second. What what are these groans? Like, what do they mean? I don't know. It sounds like physical, but like my actual attempt at a joke causes physical pain to their body. <laughs> like, causes them such disgust that they just. Uh, like. well, would you rather have the groans in silence, kind of thing? No, I enjoy the groans now. I okay. used to I have deep, deep psychological tro- problems about the groans, but now, now I enjoy them. A and, do you, bit. and do you search for the groans at times? Because you obviously know now which jokes get the groans. Oh, sometimes I, I, yeah, I go looking for them now because now I just don't care. Now, it's like, now I'm like, okay. <laughs> The gosh into the wind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, we can throw on this podcast yeah. if you want. It's all it's all bleeped out afterwards, <laughs> so don't worry. Uh, and you're fairly clean. I'd say you are clean, comedy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I never I tr- don't. Well, I I don't swear on stage, and I try and keep it PG thirteen. I don't know. And any is it just for you want to reach as many people as possible without sort of having that beer? Well, not so much. Well, it is kind of that now, but it's just when I first got into it, I Jerry Seinfeld was I when I first started doing comedies because I wanted my own TV show. Like Kirby enthusiasm, so I was like, "How do I get that?" I first I got to have a stand-up comedy career. Yes. How do I do that? Jerry Seinfeld, and I saw him, and I saw Bill Cosby. How they never had to swear, and I was like, "Yeah, I know, I want to do that." That's what you I just want. dropped the name that went downhill real quick. Oh yes, I just man. realized that wow. right now. <laughs> and, and I don't want to focus too much on Bill Cosby, but uh, man, like that name has just been yeah. sullied over the past few yeah. months. 
what do you do? Once you reach like 30 women, like what, what do we do? Do you give them one for free? Like, like, what, like, what, <laughs> like, like what happens after that? Clean comedy is the way to go because, yeah. I mean, some of the best comedians are clean. I mean, I love yeah. That's why I got into I wanted to be clean like Bill Cosby. That's <laughs> and now I think. <laughs> uh, uh, that, is, that is hilarious. How did, how did, uh, how did we meet? Like, yeah. I, I feel like I got your name somehow. I was in British Columbia on vacation. Yes. At my, I was actually at my girlfriend's brother's house in Kelowna. And then I logged onto Facebook because you have to be. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, and somebody, I think you posted in the Toronto stand-up community about how you'd got this the job at the Today FM um, and wanted to look up for shows in Niagara. And somebody had tagged me, said speak to him. So, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. then we met for uh, for coffee. Yeah. And uh, I guess kind of the rest is history. We've been performing kind of side by side for a while now. Yep. Almost a year and a half. I know. Hey. Time flies. Uh, a big thing we do on this is talk about fashion. You know me. I'm a big fashion guy. Uh, but I think that one of the big things I want to tell people about right now when it comes to fashion is whatever you want to wear, all you need is confidence. People wear some wacky and some goofy things, but they don't care because they have the confidence to pull it off. Mm-hmm. So cool. if, you're a little, if you're a little bit hesitant on maybe changing your look on maybe what you want to do, you just got to be confident. You just got to believe in what you're doing is pretty darn good. And I'm not out there preaching bad fashion. I think if you're not dressing well and you can be doing a whole lot better, I prefer if you dress well. But if you're taking a risk with your wardrobe, take the risk. But just make sure you back it up with a, a healthy dose of confidence and it'll be all right. Uh, we should probably mention that you talk funny. But it's kind of a weird thing because we're always like, oh, you have an accent. Like, mother I created this language. <laughs> English came from England. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Weird thing is now they think I'm American when I go back to England. What? Because I have apparently have an accent now, which is English slash Canadian. And so they go over there and think I, I sound Canadian, yeah. which to a, English people is American. So, yeah. You know what the parallel is, too, is that when, uh, when people in French and Quebec um, speak French and people are like, ah, you speak that dirty Quebec French. Like, we speak that dirty English. <laughs> Even the British aren't saying, like, ah, like, look what you did to our language. You are technically still an immigrant. No? Yes. yes. Right, big time. Yes. When are you going to become a citizen and stop mooching off of everyone else? I pay taxes. I'm a taxpayer. No, I'm, I'm a resident right now. Okay. Which is, I've been a permanent resident. I have been for the last few years. And then I can technically become a citizen now. But the only difference is really I don't have the passport and I can't run for office is basically Which it. is a big, a big thing for you. You really want to run for office. That's kind of thing. I'd, I'd, that's I'd, all you want I'd to do. i easily jog for office, maybe. <laughs> but that's about as much motivation I have for politics. Um, so, so are you going to become a citizen eventually, you I, think? I probably will at some point, yeah. W- what does that entail? Do you know? Is this an application? I'd, or I'd pay a lot of money. <laughs> really? <laughs> How much does it cost? Fill, filling out lots of forms. I'm not sure exactly, but lots of forms filling out, paying some money. I may have to sing the national anthem at some point, stroke a beaver. I'm not sure the exact <laughs> protocol. But. Wait, do, since I'm stupid, you've been here for a while. Oh, do, yeah. I've been uh, just as much time in Canada as I've been in like, I consider Canada my home. I love it here. And, like, Aww. We've converted him. That's true. So I've been like, I was there watching Sidney Crosby scoring the golden goal. I've been, I was on Jamie Saleh and Peltier in the Olympics when they got their robbed by the French judges. You dropped a, a Peltier reference? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Remember those games? Everyone's like, um, wait, what happened? That's when you knew figure skating was just like, <laughs> what's happening? In fact, any judged sport in the Olympics, uh, you're like, come on now. I don't know if there's any way around it. What do you, what do, you do? You know, you know, there has to be money involved. Yeah. Let's not talk about corruption in sports. Everybody's kind of kind of go off in a bit here. Uh, I have a serious question to ask you. Yes, sir. The British are known for their teeth. Now, my question is, 
it's not like you guys don't have good dental hygiene because that's not the problem. You guys brush your teeth like no one's business. So you guys probably have some probably the healthiest teeth in Europe, I think. It's just is it just that you guys aren't really like, like a braces culture? Because I think that growing up in school, I mean, probably in every one of my classes growing up, somebody had braces. Mm-hmm. Where that was like fifteen percent, twenty percent, half the class was literally like had metal in their mouth. Yeah. It was just a thing. I mean, I didn't get it because we were poor, but <laughs> <laughs> and insurance didn't cover it quite yeah. yet. Like, how much truth is there to that? Because I've been to England once for a day, yeah. um, and I didn't really pick up on it. To be to be quite frank, just say I don't think it's so much as now as it used to be. I think in the past, for some reason, people didn't get as braces as much as Canada and the States. Yeah. Because now when you see me, everybody has good teeth, except I do not. Like, my oldest oldest sister had braces. Yeah. My parents skipped me for some reason. What? And then my younger sister did, and my younger brother did. Oh. And then, but if they didn't, if I had braces, I never would have become a comic. Like, my first joke I ever wrote was about my teeth, and that was, like, my go-to joke every time. Nothing else would laugh, but they would laugh at me making fun of my teeth, and then... Here we are, still needing braces. Because <laughs> you know, it was I think for me, for me, it was a big thing. Because I, I kind of got into modeling, and quite frankly, said you need to fix your teeth. Yeah. And I, I let the ship sail for a bit because my mom could have helped me with it. Like insurance, her insurance, my father's insurance would have covered part of it when I was uh, still in school. But I got out of school. Was like, I'm going to be an actor, mom. Like, I'm going to do this. Uh, I love you, mom. Um, and she still quite frankly believes in me, which is great. In a, in a parental figure. That's what you need. Uh, but I, I let that ship sail, so I didn't get the, I didn't get braces right away. I had to wait till I think it was uh, 22 or 23. Hey, I know that. So that's I awesome. was an adult with braces, but I wasn't, I say braces, I had an Invisalign. <laughs> like, that's cheating as far as we're <laughs> concerned. No one knows you're wearing them yeah. unless other people have Invisalign. Then they know immediately if you're wearing Invisalign. For me, teeth was just like such a big thing in my life where mm-hmm. just, you know what, I, I really wanted that look. And it turns out, not even a month after I got my braces off, I booked an Aquafresh commercial. There you go. Which was sweet. Four grand. Hey. <laughs> the First... tooth shall set you free. <laughs> That's going to be in my tombstone. <laughs> That's the worst epitaph ever. <laughs> I want something cool. Uh, I want something cool. Actually, you know what? I'm not even getting buried. I think my body's getting donated to the science. There you go. Yeah. Are you, are you an organ donor? Uh, I think I am, yeah. Yeah. On your license, you have that, that flower, oh, yeah. that yeah. medallion. Yeah. Are you donating your body as well? Everything. Or... Everything. Everything. The science? Whoever wants it. <laughs> Highest bidder. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I'm Dirty Joe. Give me that body. <laughs> It'd be pretty rough if your body got sold to Dirty uh, Joe. Somebody has a deposit on my elbow already. <laughs> I like that. You're taking deposits for your, dead, for, for, for your, uh, for your uh, cadaver? Yeah. That is, uh, that's pretty badass. Shoot. What do you do tonight? You were, uh, you're a pretty busy dude. Let's go over that. You do a lot of charity stuff. You have yeah. a lot of people in the region. Um, you also host a bunch of things. I did a, a fun charity show tonight I did with a friend of mine, Amy Serla. Um, her friend of her son uh, just found out he has uh, cancer. And so she put on a big fundraiser for him and reached out to me, asked if I could ask some of my local comics around the area yeah. um, to do a show at the Stanford Lions Hall we just did, which was a lot of fun. About 100 people came out. They some great prizes, raised a bunch of money. And the crowd was really into it, so that was a lot of fun. And then I just, after that, I had to leave there after that and then go down to Taps Brewery down the road because um, there's some metal shows going on. Of course. Yeah. I, is, that has to be a very small subset of people who, who still really enjoy metal. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot get into that. I, I heard, that we, I think they played like seven songs. I thought it was one song. They had to tell me I wasn't. Was, it, it was a, I, th- I thought it was a medley. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You know what it is for me? About sort of metal, 
is that like when it comes to music, there's so many things about a song that you can absolutely love. You can yeah. love the lyrics, you can love the beat, uh, you can love the flow. There are there's so many things about music that you can really grab onto. The yeah. int- like the talent you can grab onto, like the note range. You can grab onto a lot of things, whatever sort of tickles your fancy. When it comes to metal, I have no idea what they're saying, and it, it sounds it's blatantly incoherent. Yeah. Like, I can't understand the f- Exactly. Saying. I had to interview two of the bands down there, and I know nothing about it. I'm into it. I'm like, so what's your favorite type of mosh? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. I have nothing to say to these people. I'm wearing a tush shirt and tie. I'm like, the least metal person you've seen. It's, it's, such, a, but, it's such a weird genre of music. But they, all, they love it. Like, everybody digs it there. They're having the best time ever. Everyone's running with flailing elbows. And you know what? I, I, I will listen to country music over, over metal. Don't you say it as if country music something needs to be put down? I, I think it definitely needs to be put down. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, well. are you a big country music I'm fan? I'm a huge. I, I, I went to see Zach Brown Band with Darian Lake <laughs> last two years. It, it, that's, it, that's a good time. Is, is it Zach Brown Band or Georgia whatever line like, that nobody respects in country? I think oh, it's Florida Georgia line. Is, is that the or one? The, no, the Mason Dixon line. Or I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> the Mason Dixon line. That's a real line that exists. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that that's what divides the South and the North, uh, if I'm uh, not mistaken. <laughs> Wait, so. Yeah, very different your, lines from the metal shows. A, I know a, that. Exactly. The. Yeah, wait. So, so you are you are a country fan? A, l- a little bit. I yeah, I enjoy it from time to time. I never used to be. It was only the last couple of years. Like, all right, I've been ex- into it a little bit. all right. Explain. Try and uh, try and convert me. Just because I just I do not see the appeal in country music. Well, Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band. It's just about. I mean, it's about wanting to eat fried chicken. Like, <laughs> and that speaks to everyone who doesn't like. No, I don't know. It speaks speaks to the masses. Is it the melody? Is it the story? I don't even know. To be honest, maybe it's just hypnotism, hypnotism and the subliminal messages. <laughs> I can't explain why I enjoy that's, it. That's but, how they hook you. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they give out messages to white people to like listen to country music, and it's all subliminal, all subliminal uh, signs to your uh, messages. I I I don't know if I can get into it, and I want to. Don't get me wrong. Like I actively want to, and I think the problem is is. Like, what music were you brought up on? Uh, Elvis, Frank Sinatra, and I'm sorry, the Spice are, Girls. Are you 70? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's my, I listen to what my parents listen to. Eh? Anyway, any parents yeah. listen to the Spice Girls? Yes, I love really Mel B. Want. She's my favorite. <laughs> and they are British, so that yeah. kind of makes sense. I ask you that question because I think because I grew up on rap and hip-hop and then later kind of got into more punk stuff and then yeah. really got into the Beatles and that sort of thing. It's taken me a while to get to those places. Yeah. And so for now, and just because of my experience, all country music, for the most part, kind of sounds the same. And mm-hmm. I know some of it is very distinct and different. It's the same thing that country fans like, all rap music is the same. It's just because we're not, we're not used to it. Mm-hmm. And probably the same reason why people think all Chinese people look alike. Like, <laughs> but like we're, just, we're just not used to having, those, like having that many people around us. Although I grew up in Brampton, so I can differentiate between like Indians and Pakistanis, like, like Bangladeshis or Bangladesh, whatever you call them. Sorry, sorry, all the people from Bangladesh, <laughs> <laughs> you baggers. Bang- I the Bangladesh just beat England in cricket the other day in the Cricket World they Cup, did. which it's is highly embarrassing them. and hurts my pride a little bit. Do you still hold on to that cricket game? Oh, yeah. Are you, are you, big, you still a big fan of cricket? A huge fan of cricket. They're showing it on sports now. I couldn't believe it. Like, really? Oh, yeah. Well, the highlights like every day. So I actually quite enjoy cricket. So you should know about me. Uh, my um, South Africa, eh? Well, yeah. I, I, I watched a couple of test matches yeah. in, uh, in, in South Africa. If you don't know what test matches are, there are these like, literally five-game series between countries that these, these games last for hours. Yeah, they stop for tea time. Yeah, it, it is <laughs> it is insane. These games are long. And you go there to, like, drink in the sun and just kind of chill and hang out. So I got to see a couple of those. But my um, 
My mom's twin brother was actually on the Jamaican national team. That's awesome. Yeah, or something really high-ranking there. Yeah. So he that's how he kind of made his money and does really well. But up until a few years ago, I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you what a wicket was yeah. or an over or hitting for a six or for a four. I had no idea, but I'm I'm right into it right now. There you go. I think so. England is out. Yes, they they're out? out now. Who's left? Probably New Zealand just beat someone. New Zealand are in Australia, South Africa, Pakistan, India. So uh, all, all the powerhouses all really the power are still except England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the places England taught are like whoop the shit out of England. Uh, that that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, Especially because was who invented soccer? One of the uh, was uh, it a Scott or a Brit? I think it was uh, an Englishman, I believe, or somebody in Britain. Actually, the first Test match ever though it was actually Canada versus USA. The Guinness Book of World Records taught me that. Wow. Yeah. And I'm well, and look and how I, far we've come. <laughs> right, both, both those teams are just full of <laughs> immigrants. People, yeah. people who couldn't make, couldn't hack it on their home yeah. team coming over to uh, to North America yeah. to try and play. That's that's exactly what that yeah. is. There's there's no more cricket than that than yeah. ugh. But I mean cricket is that that's a long haul. You gotta be in that game for a while. When one of those people catch the ball, when you get an out, the people explode. <laughs> so that that's a bit of your that's a bit of your British history that you just won't you you're not. Do you play cricket? I've I'd like to. I played like last summer. My me and my family played for a bit. I've come from. I was like six brothers and sisters, so we all got together and played a mini game. It was summertime, but I'd like to play more. But I miss it. Uh, what about rugby? Because that's another rugby. big one. Look at me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a rugby. Yeah, I don't know. If I can I, kick. I can yeah, kick yeah, far. See, but, and I, I don't think you can say that because yeah. rugby is one of those sports. No matter what your size, yeah. there's a position on that team for you. Yeah. My like, brother is a big. Brother. He plays for the Niagara Wasps. Is that is that pretty high level? I have no idea. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's one of uh, yeah one of the local Niagara teams. <sighs> Yo, that that's a man's sport. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, kudos to the NFL for what they're doing, but this is the NFL without Patty. You got to be a bit more. You can't just launch yourself head to head and kill people. Plus, we're in, when they're in the scrums, you don't know what's going on underneath. There's no cameras underneath. <laughs> there's there. nothing. Biting, pulling, tearing. So when they get together, what's that called again? The uh, when they get together, the scrum. Yeah, the scrum. Uh, you know what that's called? So in Kosa. Um, what the African language, yeah. the clicking language, essentially. The term for that, it's a very descriptive language, kind of like German, where it's like it's very much what it is. Mm-hmm. That's called the House of Spiders. There we go. Because <laughs> you saw, it, 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 you got the imagery, yeah. right? You know exactly yeah. what I'm talking. When you say House of Spiders. Well, scrum, I don't get Scrum, but I definitely get House of Spiders. Yeah, you don't want to be in there. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, what about soccer? That's another thing you guys oh, yeah. invented. You, I, I still refuse to call it soccer. That's the one Canadianism I'll draw the line at. How, how dare you? This, Football, I enjoy very much so. Uh, you, you do know why we call it that, right? Why? What the difference is? Because they're both technically called football. It's called soccer football and rugby football. It's to differentiate the two. That's why they call them rugby and call them soccer. Yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that. If only there were a place we could learn all this information. <laughs> if, only, if only there was a, a search site of sorts on the World One Wide day. Web. One day. You know what? We should invent that. And uh, I think There's we could. a million could, dollar idea. I think we could. I think. I probably think it's probably a billion dollar <laughs> idea if, if, I, if I'm sure about it. But you know what's kind of crazy is, like, even with soccer, England, I don't know who took the game to Brazil, but Brazil seems like the country that when you give them something, they take it and run with it. Like, they give them soccer, world champions. You give them religion, whoa, they love it. <laughs> yep. And then you give them alcohol and then you get carnival, <laughs> where they run rampant in the street for a week, just parting the bases off, and then church on Sunday. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's, let's, let's all remember who this is for. Remember, remember, remember what happened. Remember who uh, who died for our sins. Yeah, I, I might be going to Brazil next year. That's awesome. I don't want to. I don't want to drop that too loud. Go stay at the Brasilia Stadium, which is just in the Amazon, being used <laughs> yeah. for nothing. Well, what's that place? Start with an M. Manaus. The, yeah. yeah, Manaus. Just a stadium, just chilling. Yeah, I think they park cars in it sometimes. They so. might as well. <laughs> they, 
it just it's just in the literally the middle of the jungle. The local team soccer team will never be able to fill it. Yeah. I think they thought of maybe turning into like affordable housing, which is something obviously the Brazilians need. Yeah, you you uh, you plan on traveling anytime soon? I'd I'd like to. I've been yeah. I wanna. I've never been to South America. I've done all the East Coast of North America and all the West Coast, but I definitely want to come down the middle and then travel around. I want to go to Machu Picchu. Machu. That's where, that's where I want to go one day. That'd be dope. We were talking about that the other day with my friends. That'd be cool. Get to the top, chew on some cocoa leaves to relieve that uh, that altitude sickness. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally chewing on cocaine. Uh, I got, I got some uh, pisco. Is that what it's called? Cocoa. I think pisco is a drink. But you know what? I should I should learn Spanish and not talk about shit. I don't know. <laughs> I got I got an alcoholic beverage that they distill from that, and uh, apparently it's pretty good. I've I've yet to try it, but that, that'd be so dope. Mm-hmm. People built that on top of a giant hill, and then like we have to find it like, years later and be like, all right, let's try and piece this back together. What the hell happened here? But that's a how sweet would that be to have a place up there? It, uh, just, just, just chilling uh, on that uh, to you. The prime hill real estate. That's like hardcore. <laughs> I feel like rappers should start talking about that. Yo, I got a mansion on Machu Picchu. <laughs> Throwing down lemons at people. Yeah, I'm balling. <laughs> you don't have a pass. You don't have a Canadian passport. No, I have a British passport. It has a unicorn on it, so it's badass. Yeah, do you know a unicorn is actually part of the Canadian uh, coat of arms? So we can definitely not eat <laughs> our coat of arms. Uh, Australia can though. Right. They got an emu and a kangaroo. One thing I know about Australians, they love eating their emus yeah. and their <laughs> and their goddamn kangaroos. You ever you ever had any uh, any anything exotic per se to eat? I've eaten a pig's eyeball. I've eaten. I think pig, I had oh, a, a wait, kangaroo. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's stop there for a second. A pig's eyeball. Pig's eyeball. I used to work in a like an upscale restaurant in Niagara on the Lake, and they used to bring in a whole pig to take out the whatever cuts or whatever they were making, and there would always be one staff member I had to eat a pig's eyeball that day, and it was my turn. Wait, wait, wait. Eat this. Oh, you're fired. Like, what? Why? Well, this is before I was allowed to work, so I didn't get paid in money. I just got paid in pig entrails and <laughs> eyeballs. And... What did those go for in the black market? <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Chewy. Chewy. <laughs> I don't know. I swallowed it down pretty fast. Quick smart. Well, it was. So, good. I think I had a kangaroo burger once. At, they had them at Montebello Park in St. Catharines, one of the big music festivals they had. Okay. Might have been seen, maybe. I bet you they can just call anything they want kangaroo. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, nah, nah, man. This is totally kangaroo. It's like fox or like baby raccoon. You're like, ah, this is this is delicious. Where'd you get it from? Highway 20. <laughs> Off the side there. Yeah. Kangaroo, huh? Dude, how, how was that? How was uh, it? Yeah. I, 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 I don't really taste, I don't know, kind of chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. Right? <laughs> uh, that's a red meat kangaroo? Um, not sure. To be honest, it's all a hazy memory. It was a music festival. <laughs> it was maybe. Uh, are you saying inebriated. that you were inebriated? Maybe slightly, slightly inebriated. Okay, I I give you a pass. Uh, sorry. So you've done the East Coast, West Coast. Yes, and then yeah, I've never done. Yeah, I want to go to Chicago. I know my, my friend went down to Second City. Like when I first started doing stand up, I used yeah. to be part of a duo. Okay. My buddy Ben Wilson, and then we he moved to Second City in Chicago to do training. And I always always was planning on going down and going doing some shows out there, but I never got around to doing it. But Chicago is dope. Yeah. If anyone listening to this hasn't been to Chicago, go to Chicago. Because I've been to New York and I used to be like, you know, New York's pretty amazing. You go to Chicago and you're like, why don't people talk about Chicago more like they talk about New York City? Because Chicago has everything. Mm-hmm. And it has that deep dish. There you go. Yeah, that deep dish. It. It, it, was, it was beautiful. Me and my brother went there. He's since been back a few times, but... Uh, we went there on a day trip. We got there. 
probably around like like noon or like we're at a wedding. <laughs> Funny story. We're at a wedding. Um, and uh, me and my brother aren't too particularly religious. So we're like, all right, let's, we're going to go off and go to Chicago because it was in Michigan. So it was just a couple hour drive, two hour drive away. Mm-hmm. We got there. First big parking lot we saw when we were downtown. We're like, let's park here. Went to the, went to the, because we were both former tour guides. So we're like, well, let's go to a concierge, find a hotel, go to a concierge, let them know exactly what it is. And me and my brother knew that we wanted to go to, uh, wanted to go to Millennium Park. So the big open air park, the amphitheater they have there. We also wanted to do the Art Institute, yeah. uh, the big, uh, the big art museum there. So we asked them where it was. Point of start, we're like, let's get some bikes. So we go to the Art Institute, see Millennium Park, whatever. We immediately grab bikes and just bike the pier. So we saw most of Chicago, like most of the yeah. stuff that you want to see at least, in within four or five hours. That's awesome. And just not a whole lot of time spent, obviously, but <sighs> Chicago is the place. Like, ah, I want. I'm, I'm like salivating thinking about it. <laughs> Because it, it is so it is so dope. Even like, are you a big art guy? Like, do you, are you a big fan? Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Like going to museums. The Art Institute has some sweet paintings. So mm-hmm. it has uh, American Gothic. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, that's the one with the the pitchfork, and and the the old the older woman there. Yeah. I forgot who. I think that was like his optometrist or his dentist or something, and uh, and his sister maybe. I feel like that's the relation. Uh, I believe you. I, I, believe have, you. I have no idea. I'm just I'm literally put, yeah. pulling this out of my ass. But I think that's who that was. Probably the best one they have, at least for me, was they have um, an afternoon on the on Grand Jet Island. That's the one where it's like it's all done by dots, like stippleism, I believe oh, yeah. it's called. Syphilism? Uh, syphilism, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all spots, and they spreading. appear all around your d- uh, So it's, um, yeah, um, pointillism. Pointillism. Huh? Pull that one out. So uh, it's... Uh, it's that. It's it's yeah, Grand Jet Island, whatever it is. I speak a bit of French, I still can't remember it. Anyways, this canvas is giant. Yeah. They get I don't know, I wanna say ten feet by fifteen feet, and it's all done by little dots. And you're like, this motherfucker spent a lifetime on this That's bad boy. That's a dedication right there. Exactly. To your craft. And it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, if if you get the chance to go to Chicago, man, do Chicago, because that place will It'll change your life. Yeah. Like, like, uh, it's, it's on the change your life. List, big time. Where else? Yeah. What are you thinking? We got Machu Picchu. We got Chicago. Let's move one more. Uh, I want Italy. I've always wanted to go to Italy. You got that sweet British passport. I know. I know. I can. You, you could live in Italy if you wanted to. I could. I could live there. I could work there. I could open a pasta farm. Of Because that's how pasta is created. It yeah. comes out like you plant a linguine plant, and exactly. then it grows. Yep. And then you can cross it. And then you store it in barrels for... <laughs> Four to six weeks. Exactly. And that age. Yep. Yeah. Especially French barrels. They're really good for that. Yeah. Really, really oaky. Mm-hmm. Oaky liquidy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, uh, Italy sounds, uh, it sounds amazing. Uh, David Green, you have anything to plug? Uh, check out my website. If you're on the internet, wasting time, davidgreencomedy.com. Bunch of cool videos on there. So is that, is that www? It sure is. <laughs> www and an extra W and then a dot before it as well. Oh, okay. Okay. I got to get this down. Yeah. I like when people still say that. Oh, yeah. Let's go to our website. It's www. Yes, I know. Stupid. We've had this. We've had the internet for a while. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm part of the first generation that grew up with the internet. So I yeah. understand exactly what that is. So w- just to clarify, w- it's w- http <laughs> dot dot slash slash www dot dot com. Uh, your dot dot, you meant colon, yes? Yes. Okay, not just period, period. Just to clarify for those people. And sure. those, are, those are front slashes, not back slashes. 
I, I believe WW, Dan, I'm lost. <laughs> I can't even find my own website now. DavidGreenComedy.com. Yeah, buddy. Twitter. At DavidGreenComic. All right. Uh, you do a bit of Monday Punday. Still do that? Monday Punday? Yeah, every Monday on 610 CKTB on the Kevin Jack Radio Show. 628. Monday Punday. David Green. Absolute pleasure having you in the studio. Thanks a lot, buddy. A lot of fun. Artists of the week you got to listen to. They're called, make sure I get this right, they're called Lorita. Larita, and uh, my favorite song by them is called Osama Obama. It's like a funky pop, bit of synth in there as well. It's a, it's a cool song. Yeah. Osama Obama, they're a, a Swiss foursome who are just dope as can be. L-A-R-Y-T-T-A. Get on it, because they're amazing. Peace out, and I'll see you next time.